You're listening to Beyond Infinity, your weekly dose of science and technology, presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. John, a a thing of science fiction looks like it's uh, coming to reality and that was the idea that you could be put to sleep like in the film Alien where you go into your sort of hibernation mm-hmm. coffin thing, you know, maybe with a cat thrown in or an alien as well, who knows. It was a way of the human body surviving, you know, years and years often to travel very long distances. Yes. And, and you know, this would even be re- really required if you were to travel at the speed of light, although that would make things a lot easier to get to nearby stars at light speed. But there are issues with surviving at light speed and, uh, and the possible spaghettification that might happen to your body if you were to exceed or even get anywhere near that speed. So another way is to be put to sleep. Now, there's a story recently which you've come across uh, which is talking about this but uh, not quite in the, in the realm of uh, space travel just yet. Not yet. It's more about preservation of human life. So they're mm. starting small and they're, looking, they're focusing on... on how can they assist somebody that has had major trauma that would normally be a cause for quite quick death, something where uh, a limb has been lost or a gunshot or a stab wound? Typically, you have to work very quickly to patch that up to stop blood loss that w- would potentially occur and also potentially have cardiac arrest just due to the, the amount of you know, trauma that's going on with the body. And, and after some trials on some animals... Yeah. There has now been some trials on humans, and this is in America and the US. It has been approved, but it was more approved in you know, a very small group and those that were uh, under extreme trauma scenario anyway. So it's not where someone can put their hand up and say, hey, put me to sleep for a while. So there was a, a real medical need th- to do it. Exactly. Yep. Yes, that's right. And, and what they were able to do is place these bodies in suspended animation for a hmm. period of around about two hours. Right. Now, what this involved was cooling a person down to about 10 to 15 degrees centigrade. And that's coming down from the normal body temperature, which is around the 37 degrees. You know, a normal healthy you know, body temperature is 37 degrees centigrade. So, yep. so less than half of the you know, normal range uh, for body temperature. Because otherwise your brain, you don't have long, I think you've got five minutes without oxygenated blood going to your brain before you basically become irreversibly brain that, damaged. So, and the heart would stop beating and all the blood would start moving through yeah. without that oxygen. And, yes. and the oxygen need to carry you know, sure. to the brain. Sure. And by slowing down the temperature of the body, or or reducing that down as well, it actually reduces the need for oxygen into the systems as well. So I think there's been examples of people who've survived, you know, like uh, lost in an icy frozen wilderness in Antarctica or whatever, or or in in deep frozen, you know, nearly very, very super chilled water where you normally don't have long to survive, but there actually have been examples. I can't think of one off the top of my head. I think there's there's alligators that have their nostrils sitting out and for months when the freezing, you know, the waters freeze over, Mm. when they've adapted to live in that sort of environment Mm. or even some frogs, I think, have been able to, amphibians have been yeah, able to... can really to, shut things down, slow right. right down, slow the metabolism down. And so I think part of that concept was incorporated in this because what they've done is they've actually replaced part of the, the blood that's flowing through the, the system with a saline solution. So not only have they reduced yeah. the temperature so of the body... taking all your... Draining your body of blood and replacing it with a saline solution. Exactly, mm. yeah. And so the, what this is doing, it's allowing surgeons around about two hours to carry out work on the body. This would seem like the person has died because the heartbeat has effectively stopped there's no oxygen being carried around there's little to no activity yet they have been able to 
to revive people in, in this scenario after having done the work they needed. Now, it was a trial that was given the go-ahead, and this is coming from an, an article that uh, was found in New Scientist. It was mm-hmm. exclusive to them. Yep. It was a trial that was given the go-ahead by the US Food and Drug Administration. Yep. It's called uh, Emergency Preservation and Resuscitation, EPR. It's been carried out on people who've arrived at the University of Maryland Medical Center in Baltimore with acute trauma, such as gunshot or stab wounds, where they've already lost a lot of blood. Exactly. And the FDA had made it exempt from needing patient consent as the participants' injuries are likely to be fatal and there is no alternative treatment. Right. So they're really looking at like an absolutely extreme scenario. When there's no other option to save a life. They're saying, look, we've done everything we can, but Mm. we can see, we know that this is going to cause death. Mm. So what we'll do is we'll try this out and see what they can do. Yeah. There was a trauma research which was ignited by an early incident in a career where a young man was stabbed in the heart after an altercation over bowling shoes and he was a healthy young man just minutes before, then suddenly he was dead. Mm. And they're saying that with this technology that they could have saved him if they'd had enough time. Gee, an altercation over, just over a pair of bowling wow, shoes. Yeah. Jesus, what's there's, the world coming well, to? Well, what has the world come to? Mm. I mean, there's mm. so, many, so many silly things that, mm. that cause these. Mm. And so they've, they've learnt how to suspend the animation and make sure that the the cells slow down and don't cause that dying process. Mm. When the person's cells are warmed up, mm. they can experience what's called reperfusion injuries in which a series of chemical reactions damage the cell. And the longer they are without oxygen, the more damage occurs. So they're, they're essentially buying more time for this surgery. And look, it's still a long way, you know, a lot of time and a, a lot of more test cases are scenarios to make sure this works. But in the case of significant trauma, where yeah, death worth is doing. likely to happen, yep. this is a good step And forward. it's interesting that they say that it, it, it's not clear how long you could extend the time in which someone is in suspended animation. That's not a sort of a known and it's uh, not number a focus at of this stage. Either. Yeah. But also there are restrictions in terms of once you warm someone up, raising them from that about 15 Celsius, you've got to drop them down to to put them into this this uh, suspended Stasis, state. Yeah. Yes, that you know there are potential problems with chemical reactions that can damage cells as you raise the temperature, right. and you've yeah. got to reinfuse them with their own blood as well. So not a simple process, but a really interesting one. So thanks, John. <laughs> Beyond Infinity.